Okay folks, this is Early Bird here. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. I'm going to get straight to the point. Because this is so serious, I can't say nothing before. Let me say this from the start. Christian people, adultery. Yes, that's what I'll be talking about today, tonight, this afternoon, this evening. Adultery is an out and out sin against God and will never be seen as anything else. When God says it is a sin, it is a sin. Sinful society will always advocate with some kind of ungodly compromise that there is nothing wrong with adultery. But God is firmly against adultery and as his children, we must be against adultery as well. I believe this in the book of Proverbs. There is a way unto a man which seemeth right, but in the end it is death. From the minute a village, town, or city was built in the Old Testament, adultery was there. From the minute male and female got together in marriage in the Old Testament, adultery was there somewhere. Even now, adultery adultery and mental adultery is still here and if anything in the 21st century it is rife adultery is a corrupting sex which is constantly corrupting and infecting sinful society and the christian church yes christian church that's what i said young people old people the family home christian marriages and it's more dangerous than any of history's epidemics, even more dangerous than COVID-19. Yes, it is. Trust me. Adultery is wiping out families and marriages all over the world from far more worse than the coronavirus pandemic virus. At this point, right here, sir, everybody knows someone who has committed adultery sexual adultery or the adultery that involves masturbation or mental sex is still just as wrong because when Jesus talks about even if you think about it he knows what he's talking about you think about it and then you it leads to masturbation it leads to lurid thoughts and that's all it is if anyone tells you that there is nothing wrong at all with adultery then they are in big trouble with God there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ but though we or an angel <clears throat> from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you let him be accursed as we said before so I say now again if a man or woman preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received let him be accursed Galatians 1 7 to 9 if any man love not the Lord Jesus Christ let him be anathema maranatha 
2 Corinthians 16.22 because you got people going around disputing the word of God disputing the gospel of Jesus Christ you know back in the day Paul was building churches and three or four weeks after he left the church certain Judaizers would show up and they would say oh yes good congratulations you're a Christian yeah that's good but did you know that you have to be circumcised as well and these guys were causing hell in the church if you read it properly between the lines Paul said at one point you know what I wish these Judaizers would just cut off their willies and mind their own business that's how vexed he was I'm gonna skip over all the, the specifics and the niceties about adultery because anyone with one ounce of common sense knows that adultery is adultery sin is sin extra marital sex destroys the, the family from inside the inside out with its lies cheating and deception adultery refers to the sexual acts and sexual perversions carried out between a married person and someone who is not part of the marriage so you're married to that beautiful wife that beautiful husband and you get fed up of who you're married to so you go with the best friend you go with a workmate it is adultery folks call adultery what you like give it a brand new name and a new meaning but at the end of the day as far as God is concerned and his word adultery is adultery is adultery adultery is so vitally important to God and the Christian believer that he put its importance into seventh place of what to stay away from in the Ten Commandments. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Unfortunately, despite the sacred virtues of marital fidelity, sinful and practical adultery still continues to rouse hell in many families and many Christian marriages. Believe it or not, saints of God, sinful society dictates that some cultures do not view extramarital sex or sexual perversions, especially on the part of the husbands, as wrong or as adultery. Which means that the husband can get away with it, you know? He can get away with as many women as he wants. They don't even consider marriage to be a permanent union. You see your man steer? God says don't do it. The devil says do it. God says no. The devil says yes. God says I'll think about it. The devil says forget that. Just do it. God says no. N-O spells no. The devil says whatever. Flee from sexual immorality. All of the sins a person commits are outside the body. But whoever sins sexually sins against their own body. 1 Corinthians 6.18 You shall not commit adultery. Exodus 20.14 Anyone who divorces his wife and marries another woman commits adultery. And a woman, I'm sorry, and a man who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Luke 16 18. A man who commits adultery 
has no sense whoever whatsoever so destroys himself proverbs 6:32 you shall not commit adultery but i tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully and has already committed adultery with her in his heart and in the mind as well Matthew 5:27-28 Do you not know that wrongdoers will not inherit the kingdom of God Do not be deceived neither the sexual immoral nor idolaters nor adulterers nor men who have sex with men nor thieves nor the greedy nor drunkards nor slanderers nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God that's just about everybody God didn't miss nothing out here if God says do not commit adultery then do not commit adultery if God says don't do it don't do it no means no N-O spells no what pisses God off if you look in the dictionary, right? Pisses off means to... In the dictionary, it means to, to annoy. What pisses God off is the fact that when he says no or do not, some of us disobedient and unruly Christians ignore him and do what we want to do anyway. To him that knoweth to do good and do it, it not, it is sin. You keep on hearing me saying this. James 4, 17. Free fornication and adultery. 1 Corinthians 6, 18. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. James 4, 7. That's another one you keep on hearing me going on about. Most of these verses in my podcasts, you will hear them time and time again. Because I need to remind you people. I need to remind myself. Read the books of first and second peter peter says to the people i remind you i remind you because now and again peter had to speak to the people three or four times because they was not listening the first time the people they get hard-headed pray without ceasing first thessalonians 5 17 let no man deceive you with vain lyrics deuteronomy 5 6 be ye not unequally yoked with believers with unbelievers and right 2 Corinthians 6 14 God's holy and divine ruling for Exodus 20 14 thou shalt not thou shalt not kill sorry you're getting me confused here you know let's go back to the beginning again God's holy and confused ruling for Exodus 20:14, thou shalt not commit adultery is only five precise words not even a full sentence but he is making himself crystal clear when he orders us not to commit adultery and it also means all the and it also means all the other ungodly frilly bits and sexual accessories that go with adultery as well there should be no work where where adultery is concerned and from what you know, oh God, feel. 
There should be no ifs, buts, excuses, lies, or compromise where God and Christians are concerned. If God says thou shalt not commit adultery, then do not commit adultery, period. Do you want to go to hell? Well, continue, con- continue with the adultery. God first gave the ruling to the children of Israel through the four Old Testament books of the Bible in no uncertain terms. Can you name the four books? The Old Testament? He gave it to the people because he knew just how destructive adultery could be because all the other ungodly nations were committing adultery like it was going out of fashion. So God was only trying to protect his people from physical and spiritual harm. Even Jesus Christ, the Son, thousands of years later in the New Testament had to remind people adultery is wrong. Even if you look at a woman's ass or her tits, I'm paraphrasing here, yeah? If you Even if you look at those fine tits and that nice big ass, or if you look at that crutch and if you a nice crutch, you are still committing adultery. Only this time the adultery is inside your head. And the, the adultery will lead to, to masturbation and wanking off. And it will lead to further and further into sexual perversions just inside your head. And then once it's inside your head, then when you get home and you get the chance, you'll, you'll do it. You'll commit it. God is not a happy God. He is vexed and angry that sanctified, holy, ghost-filled Christians all over the world are committing the sinful act of sexual or sexually perverted adultery with other Christians or unbelievers without a worry in the world that sin is sin and always will be sin or they are on their way to hell. Why is that? Why is a child of God getting involved with adultery when you should be trying to fix your marriage? Tell me something. Is this sex so bad with your partner that you have to go outside the marriage to try and fix it? It's It's not up to you to fix it. Go to God, tell him the problem and leave it to him. Why are you committing adultery when you should be talking to your spouse about the problem? If you if you got problems and you can't talk to your wife, talk to God. If it still don't work, then God help you. Why are you committing adultery when you should be praying to God about it? God says, cast all your burdens onto me. So tell God, take it to God. Tell him, Lord, the marriage, the, the sex in this marriage is crap, Lord. What do I do? Tell him straight. Be specific. We ought to obey God rather than men. Acts 5.29 You did run well. Who did hinder you that you should not obey the truth? Galatians 5.7 But I keep my body and bring it under subjection, lest that by any means when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. 1 Corinthians 9.27 I've said this before. Christians are a royal priesthood and a peculiar people. 
we have been called out of the darkness into the marvelous light. Christians do not do what everyone else is doing. Why? Because we are set apart. We are a chosen nation for good reason. And if that is the case, then why are some of us still holding on to adultery and sin? Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sins which do so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Hebrews 12.1 Can two walk together? except they be agreed Amos free free some cut sorry come out from among them and be separate touch not the unclean thing 2nd Corinthians 6.17 God wrote the seventh commandment in stone before he gave it to Moses and do you know where while God was giving Moses all of these commandments, the people down the mountain, they broke all of them already, you know. The ink wasn't even dry in the stone. And Abram and the rest of them were committing fornication, adultery and everything to the fact then when Moses here denies from far up, you know. He, he turned to God and said, What's that noise, Lord? And God actually said to him, say, you know what? The commandments may give you, your people just broke all of them. The act of adultery is so important that God couldn't just, or he can't just let it slide into oblivion. As did many of his rules and regulations in the Old Testament. Adultery. This thing is so serious that God had to put it up there with idolatry, stealing and murder just to let his children see how bad adultery is. Look at, If you look at the rules of um, the Ten Commandments, one is thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not kill. So God put adultery right in the middle of the commandments. So that you can't miss it. But some of us still do. God is begging and pleading with his disobedient Christians. If we were to come back to him and don't get involved with such infected, adulterous people. If it is written anywhere in the Bible's Old Testament or in the New Testament not to do something. Then Christians are not supposed to do it. Run away from it, hide from it, whatever. God is constantly warning or forewarning his disobedient children. Don't do this, don't do that. Anyone who commits adultery, especially Christian men and women, are, are disrespecting God and clearly deserve to go to hell. Do not go to jail. Go straight to hell. Don't get me wrong, folks. After what God has done for you and for me, you have the bare face nerve to defile the marriage bed. 
Am I secretly sleeping with somebody else? How do you feel inside when you go home to your spouse and your children? Have you no shame? How do you feel praising the Lord in spirit and in so-called truth? How do you sleep at night next to your marriage partner knowing that you prefer sex with someone else just as long as it isn't her or him? For this you know that no whoremonger nor unclean person nor a covetous man who is an idolater have any inheritance in the kingdom of God. Exodus 5 5. It's not me, t- it's not me saying this, you know. It's God talking here. So don't shoot the messenger. Not even by accident. So then, if while her husband liveth, she be married to another man, she shall be called an adulteress. But if her husband be dead, she is free from that law. So that she is no adulteress, though she be married to another man. Romans 7 3. And he saith unto them, Whosoever shall put away his wife and marry another, committeth adultery against her. Mark 10 11. Before the beginning of time or creation, God devoted one of the Ten Commandments specifically to sexual infidelity because he knew beforehand just how serious a crime it was going to be when destroying sexual relationships within marriage. The bond of two people getting married is a beautiful God-blessed thing. But when a partner, usually the man in all this, yeah, it's usually the guy who gets up to it, decides to leave marriage to have sex with someone else the marriage is totally destroyed as is the one flesh part now commit an adultery has consequences uh, if you be, be, be mindful of this if you're gonna commit adultery it will bring things with it like this one Lies and more lies and more lies. Two, deception. Three, cheating. Four, STDs and STIs. Five, sinfulness and ungodliness. Six, divorce. Seven, temporary separation. Eight, a broken marriage. Nine, broken vows. Ten, broken trusts. Eleven, a broken covenant with God that should never have been broken. Twelve, family problems 13 money problems 14 psychological problems 15 broken friendships 16 abortion 17 unwanted pregnancies 18 demonic possession 19 everlasting hell if no repentance is involved 20 separation from the love of God 21. Your personal life is shot to pieces. 22. A strong sense of guilt and shame you have to carry with you all the time. 23. Commitment problems. Or you going to marry another person and don't carry on the same way. Eh? 24. You end up with more enemies 
and frenemies than friends. Adultery destroys the foundational trust and confidence that comes with all marriage relationship. It is an act of betrayal, a way of pulling back commitment from the other spouse who has your back. That spouse trusts you 100% and then you stab them in the back and you sell them out. Adultery destroys the vows you made to your partner as well as the vows you made to your heavenly Lord and Master. God gave man and woman the sexual right for each other in wedded bliss by ordering them to be fruitful and multiply. But when one of his spouses decides through sinful lusts and ungodly desires to seek out sexual intercourse and sexual activity outside the marriage because they feel that the grass is way way greener on the other side then the spiritual rights between spouses and God are null and void any Christian couple that breaks up their marriage to find another sexual partner or partners are blaspheming the truth of God's love now do you understand why God is so overprotective about his creation sex and now do you understand why he had to enforce the commandment thou shalt not commit adultery I can't give an answer for all aspects of adultery not right now you may get another podcast who knows watch this space I am looking at the sort of adultery that can and will send you to hell if you keep on doing it in secret in another town or city or behind closed doors you know God is protective of sex because he knows what the devil and adultery can do within the church and the Christian family home the continual use of adultery within the Christian church and home yes that's what I said is a clear sign from certain Christians that they don't care and if you don't care that what God says thou shalt not commit adultery then you I'm afraid to say are on your way to where yeah you're on your way to that place unless you can find the time to repent of your sins adultery involves breaking more than three quarters of God's ten commandments just so you can indulge in acts of sexual perversions and ungodliness one stealing that spouse from that marriage or partnership two coveting that spouse from that marriage or partnership three killing that marriage or partnership in order to be with someone else's spouse or partner and so you see folks got to be very careful when it comes to adultery you know you have to be very careful reconciliation and forgiveness is possible if the both of you or one of you can come to some mutual agreement pray and seek the face of the Lord God if you commit adultery or if you're committing adultery and you want to get out of it 
pray and ask the Lord. Pray without ceasing. Ask God, God, get me out of this. I'm a celebrity, <laughs> you know, or whatever. But whatever you do, seek forgiveness. God will get you out of there. Trust me. I should know. Once again, folks, if you have a problem with adultery, because you're fed up by the wife, you're fed up about having sex with the wife or the husband, take it to the Lord in prayer, because if not, you are breaking God's covenant. Do you remember when you stood in front, you went to church, and you stood in front of all those people, and if you know, and in front of God, and you said, I do to one another, you also said, I do to God as well, you know. And when that ring, those rings of bondage, were put on your fingers, right? When they were put on your fingers, you made a vow. And don't forget, not only did you put down the two spiritual rings, sorry, the two physical rings, but there was a spiritual ring there, which was put on your hand and her hand from God and you all made vows to be there for one another don't forget a Christian marriage involves you the wife and God can't do without God and if you mess that up with all the secrecy and all the lying and all the cheating you're making a big mistake This is Early Bird signing off once again. Peace.